Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of Plan with the Tax Man. Thanks for hanging out with Tony Morrow and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And on the show this week, March Madness. It's an annual tradition, so we're going to talk a little bit about March Madness and the big tourney and see if we can find some financial lessons in some of these things we've got for you today. So hang out with us and talk about this fun stuff with Tony and myself. And Tony, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I am good. The uh, spring is, you know, is here. I'm ready for March Madness. I, th- I think maybe we just talk about who's going to win this thing and, and forget about all the other stuff. Well, today. we could do we could do that too. <laughs> are, so I guess are you a basketball fan? Do you like to fill out the brackets and so on and so forth? Yeah, I'm a big basketball fan. I I'll do the brackets, you know, just with uh, my son and you know, sure yeah. my family. I'm not I'm not into it like like some, but we've got uh, so I do follow it and and I enjoy it. We we've got two teams in it from Iowa. One's a play in. Mm-hmm game which might be today or tomorrow drake yeah we're we're taping this uh actually the day it kicks off officially on the 18th yes. yeah so so yeah it's always always fun to watch and whatnot and my wife's got a little pool in her office so uh, you know you uh, yep. pick out a bracket yep i was gonna say yeah offices you know it's, it's an annual thing we love to do uh obviously last year was you know messed up like a lot of sports was mm-hmm. but so a lot of people look forward to it there's you know there's office pools maybe you win uh you know, a gift card or something like that, or, you know, lunch or something, or, you know, whatever the case is, a lot of people do things. Of course, you remember a couple of years ago, Warren Buffett actually offered a million dollars if you had, if you had a perfect bracket from beginning to end. I remember that. But the odds of it are crazy. It's something yeah. like 900 million to one or something. Mm-hmm. It's pretty staggering. So I guess he felt pretty comfortable and is like, he's not hurting for right. the million bucks if it happened. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about some analogies here I've got for you, Tony. Turn some of these things from March Madness into a financial lesson for us, if you will. Predicting outcomes. Let's start there. You know, if you're like mm-hmm. most people, right? You like to finish filling out your bracket. Uh, you feel pretty confident going into it. I've made some good picks. You know, uh, I watch some of the experts on ESPN. I really think I know what I'm talking about. And most of the time, after the first weekend, your bracket's blown apart, right? Yep, that's <laughs> so, it. So I don't know experts. I mean, there's a lot of ways you could go with this. Like sometimes you got to be careful of the experts, or or just be careful not to get too wrapped up, maybe in thinking it's all going to go one certain way, just be, I guess, maybe adaptable. Is that the lesson here? I think that's the lesson. I That's the, you know, whether it's retirement planning, educational planning, or just saving for the rainy day, obviously you got to try to predict the outcome because that that's, you know, to a degree, sure, the yeah. goal, you know, and, and, and trying to shoot for it. But just like anything else, you know, in, in the planning world, you know, there's job loss, there's bad markets, there's all kinds of things that tend to force us to uh, change our plans. And we have to be able to adapt to that. Unfortunately, in the brackets, once you pick your teams, that's it, you're done, you know. And uh, But in life, you know, and w- with planning, you can adapt and you can make sure that if things start to go off the rails, so to speak, that you can pivot and, um, you know, ha- do something else to at least hopefully get to that that predicted outcome. Obviously, in the brackets is to win the thing. So you, you win your pool or whatever. In life, it's much more important, of course, because uh, you want to get to that end goal or whatever yeah. that may be. So. Right. 
Definitely. Now, I think that's a good way of looking at that. You know, we got to be flexible. We got to be adaptable. Things are going to happen. And, you know, you can do your homework and you can get a, kind of a plan together, which obviously, we, you know, we talk about all the time. You want to plan with a tax man. You want to have that plan. But you, again, you want to just be a little flexible because life is going to happen. And so sometimes people, I think, they go to see an advisor or a financial professional, Tony, and they they think, okay, here's my collection of stuff. Make me a plan. And then they kind of think, well, that's a set it and forget it. And that's just not the case. That's definitely not the case. I mean, if, if you do that, you're, you could be okay. Uh, you know, I think you have a better chance of being okay at the end if you are actively monitoring and, and working on it and changing as your needs change and things around you that sure. you can't control. Yeah. yeah. And of course, that's what you hire an advisor for to help you with that. But it's still yours, right? I mean, you you know, I've heard many advisors say, I can't care about or I shouldn't care more about your financial plan than you do, meaning the person who it's, it's their money, <laughs> right? It's their money. Yeah. I, tell, I tell a lot of accounting clients that, you know, when they, you know, kind of mess up and say, well, I didn't get my stuff to you. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. You should have done that for me. Well, it's like, you know, I, I, I care a lot about it, but I, I, I tell them that I can't care more than you do. I mean, you know, it's your business. It's your right. life. At least I shouldn't gotta, anyway. Right. There's yeah, something I, I shouldn't. I mean, if, if yeah. there's a problem, if, you know, if I got more, <laughs> right. Right. more than you, but Definitely, yes. That that that's the case. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's keep moving along here with some of my points I've got for March Madness and financial lessons. Upsets. Everybody loves a good upset, or maybe even a Cinderella story, right? Uh, maybe a team that just uh, it wasn't expected to do very well. They come in, they knock off the number one seed, you know, or they wind up making all the way to the final four, and nobody predicted it. Everybody kind of enjoys yeah. that kind of thing. It makes it more interesting and exciting. Uh, and I would imagine, well, I would imagine, I know there is, there's definitely upsets in the financial world or even some Cinderella stories, but you got to be a little careful too. That's, I mean, again, that's the importance of maybe diversification so that if you have a, a Cinderella story, great. But if you have an upset, you're not hurting either. That's exactly uh, right as, as well, because, you know, a lot of people come to us and they want that. Cinderella story, just like in the brackets, you know, you, you, you want that team that isn't supposed to win to win and go all the way. And same way in the, in the financial planning world, you know, you want to, a lot of people anyway, I guess, you know, well, I want to, I want to pick that stock or that. You want to buy Amazon bond. before it became yeah, Amazon. Before it came anything. And you see <laughs> right. things on Facebook and you see everybody talking about this or that. And you want to believe that that's going to be your Cinderella story, and you know you you put thousand dollars away or five thousand dollars away in twenty years, you know you're you're set. But right, more than likely that's not the case. Builds the case for you need to diversify. You need to have you know more than one type of investment, and you need to monitor them, of course. And I think too, you know, every everything has just like the, the tournament, you know, it's winners and losers. Sure. Um, what's good for some is, is bad for others. Fair point. You know, and whether it's, and they're talking a lot right now at this time about changing the tax laws again, raising taxes, you know, that's going to benefit some people and it's definitely going to hurt others. And, you know, if it's the case that they want, you know, it's going to hurt higher income earners, you know, with people over 400,000 and it's going to help people with lower incomes. So yeah, there's always, there's always both sides of it. Yeah. I think that, in the investment world, that needs to equate to you got to have diversification and you got to be ready to uh, to adapt and move around a little bit. Otherwise. I think that's a fair point. I think the Fed didn't they just say here recently, Tony, at the time we're taping this, that they uh, they don't feel like they're going to move the needle on interest rates. They're going to probably hold that you know solid for a while, and so you know that's you know that has winners and losers based on that ramification too. So there's always some way to look at that. 
Yes. Yeah, so I mean, there's definitely little ways. There's always pros and cons, and again, a good a good plan, a good balanced plan, a good strategy. Uh, really, if you're thinking about basketball, just a good coaching plan, right? You're gonna have the you got the coaches doing, uh, you know, strategizing, telling if they make it through, you know, if they're making it through the different tournament rounds, if they're going from one round to the next, they're also having to adapt a little bit because you know the team the they're looking at game footage from the prior game, right? Teams are gonna scout them and so on and so forth. So I think a lot of what you guys do is kind of that same type of thing. You know, you you can have that good plan, you can have that good strategy, but we've got to, you know, re-game plan from time to time as we move through. And that could be some of the, due to some of those upsets or one of those cases, uh, one of those cases like that. Uh, How about the hometown thing? You mentioned that you guys got a couple of teams there locally in the tournament. Uh, If you want to look at it from this standpoint, everybody loves a good Homer story as well, right? It's like, yeah, you know, my team made it in. They're they're not really good, but I'm going to pull for them and we're going to see how far we can ride this thing. Uh, And sometimes we do that with various products or industries or companies when you think about financial stuff, Tony, sometimes it's maybe like, I don't know, you're really loyal to a brand or maybe even the company you work for. That's it. And, you know, going back to the tournament, of course, you know, we're here in Des Moines, Iowa. And of course, Iowa University's in the, in the tournament. Are there a hot, I think maybe number two or three seed, I think number two in their bracket. I've watched them play all year and, and they're a good team. I, I think they and so you know you want to you want to pick your bracket with your heart you know and you, you have them going all the way and you look like a hero if if <laughs> right. they happen to do it but I don't know yeah the, at the time some. we're taping this I think Drake which is there uh, as well right they're Drake playing is here and they're playing the play in game and they, and they're the Cinderella story because I mean they were twenty five and four but you know then they're in the Missouri Valley and nobody you know expects much of them but they let them in on the play in game because you know the record probably is is uh, convincing enough but yeah i think they're playing today at the time we're taping this on uh, the 18th i think at around six or seven something like that against wichita if i'm not mistaken wichita Wichita state yeah yeah. so and uh but relaying it back to the you know in the investment world Mm -hmm. a lot of times you know people want to pick one fund or one stock or whatever or one strategy and just say that you know that this is all i want and they end up with too heavy a weighting and something or a strategy that doesn't work as things change in their life, which we just talked about. Right. And now all of a sudden, you know, again, they're not going to meet their goals because of that. And so you still, again, goes back to the case of you need to work on it. You need to, you know, in my opinion, work with somebody to help you with that. So you're not just setting it and forgetting it and hoping for the best type of strategy. But it, it is something that I do see a lot of. And, you know, they, they don't even pay attention to it. Yeah, you get like too weighted in one category, right? Is that what you're we're kind of talking about here? Is like having too much of one thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean that exactly. You know, just too much of one thing. They don't pay attention. You know, we talk about it at tax time, and they just yeah, yeah, that sounds good, and they don't do anything about it. I mean that that's probably not the best route to go if you're really seriously talking about you know making it to your goal. True. Yeah. I mean, think about the company you work for. Maybe it's a great company. You're really they're giving you maybe some stock options, or maybe you have the ability to buy. You know, you're buying into it. You know, but how much of your financial life is tied up in that one entity? And Mm -hmm. and it's great. It's to a degree, right? But I I guess with anything, Tony, even if it's your own company and you know a lot, you know the trajectory is looking good. I mean, do you really want to have more than a certain percentage of anything in any one investment just to be safe? Because you could go back all the way to Enron, or you could talk to the folks from GE or there's a number of stories where you could say, Hey, being a little too weighted in your own company could spell, you know, some issues later on. 
Yeah, I mean, it definitely uh, does. I mean, even we and we have some larger companies here in town, mostly insurance companies, but Wells Fargo is is a big player here. Okay, you know, and of course they always reward, especially higher up employees, you know, with uh, stock options and whatnot. And some of these people end up with a lot of stock, like you said, in their own company. And as the company goes through goods and bad times uh, with Wells Fargo, you know, it's kind of like a dirty word around here. And, <laughs> um, and I, I'm not knocking anybody that works there. We have a lot of tax clients, but, you know, they've, they've kind of, you know, they've been through some issues and, and sure, they've, yeah. you know, taken a few hits and, and ultimately that affects the stock. And then, you know, if you've got your entire retirement portfolio, let's say in, in one stock, boy, you, you, know, you hate to have some bad things come out right when you need this money. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you know. You don't have what you thought. Yeah, that's a great point. So just be careful. Again, so we're having this analogy here with March Madness. Uh, you know, it's one thing to certainly want to root for the home team, if you will, but just like any investment, make sure that, uh, you know, you don't have too much tied up in any one thing. You know, 5%, 10% is usually uh, kind of the uh, the idea for just about any type of one, any one type of investment. And then let's talk about risky picks on this last bit here, Tony. You mentioned the home teams. Okay, so we'll kind of tie these two pieces together. Iowa's actually second. They're, they're going into it ranked number two. Uh, and they're playing their first game against a 15th ranked seed, Grand Canyon. Yeah, Grand Canyon. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so if let's say... Uh, you know, let's say you want to go... You, buck, you want to buck the trend, right? And you think, hey, Grand Canyon's going to upset Iowa... And I'm going to put some money on it or, you know, whatever the case is. Right. So you're taking that riskier pick, if you will. And, and I've done that before in my brackets, you know, where you, you try to be funny and, you know, you, you pick all these these low seeds <laughs> right. or high to, seeds to win the whole me. thing. Yeah. Yeah. To win the whole thing, you know, and, and see how far they go just for the for the fun of it. And, you know, every once in a while, I mean, you know, you go back to some of the, the Cinderella's that made it all the way there. You know, it it's great. It's great for the game of basketball and whatnot. But, you know, when, in the financial planning world, you know, when you're investing, I mean, you know, again, you don't want to just all of a sudden go out and find some speculative newsletter, let's say, because they're, they're all over the place and say, well, I'm going to, I'm just going to do this. It looks, you know, like the potential returns are very large and you ignore the risks and that kind of thing. And next thing you know, you know, again, uh, you've got all the eggs in one basket and, that didn't really work out or you didn't pay attention enough to get in and out when you needed to. And, you know, again, that's a recipe for a definite disaster. Well, there's taken uh, some chances, right, Tony, but then there's also taken chances with your retirement money that honestly, if you're being truthful to yourself, you just can't really afford to take, right? No, no, you definitely can't. I mean, not especially with retirement money and whatnot, you've got to have a, a good diversified strategy and, you know, manage that strategy. If you want to, you know, say, use the basketball analogy, you know, pick some, some number 15 seeds and you just want to kind of quote, play around, sure. nothing wrong with that. And, but I don't think that should be part of your overall, you know, uh, serious investment strategy by any means. Yeah. It's just like going to Vegas, right? Yeah. There was a, yeah, you a might as well do that quote from, Oh, what was that gentleman's name? There's a, uh, an economist, uh, Paul Samuelson, I believe. Yeah, he said investing should be like watching paint dry or maybe grass grow. Uh, it's right. not very interesting, you know, but it's nice and stable and steady. If you want excitement, take your money and go to Vegas. I'm paraphrasing, that, but right. You well, right, <laughs> right. But, you know, you, you might as well do that and, and uh, throw it on black or red or, or you know, do whatever oh, game you Let it like. rip, right, exactly. You know? Yep. But, uh I don't know, for whatever reason, I, I think it's the, the creation and the popularity of the very, very low-priced 
discount brokerages that have popped up all over, mm. uh, you know, and, and made it so, and, and the availability of information where we didn't have that 10, 15, 20 years ago at our fingertips that, you know, kind of uh, feed some of that, you know, and I've seen a lot of tax clients this year thus far uh-huh. bringing in investment statements from Robinhood. Okay. And right. you know, that's a whole different conversation, but you know, they, they just, they kind of get on these kicks and they start playing around. And if that's what they're doing and, and that's all they're doing, that's fine. But, you know, when you start seeing serious, you know, large, uh, you know, when we're doing a tax return, you know, I don't want to say gains and losses, but proceeds. In other words, they're selling and buying large amounts. And then when you look at the gain loss and it's usually a loss uh, or a very, very small gain, it's like, well, what are you really accomplishing here? You know, you just, you having fun and just, you know, trying to hit something big or are you, or is this part of your, your overall strategy. Yeah. You know, that's a great point. Um, and, and obviously we, what we've seen lately with Robin hood and, you know, the GameStop situation and, you know, we did that podcast and had the conversation about that. There's just, you know, a lot of things where people can, uh, we get wrapped up in, I guess the trend or the hot thing or the whatever. Right. And yeah. that comes back to maybe bite us in the tush a little bit. So at the end of the day, folks, it comes down to having a good plan in place for you. Now we can simply sit here and talk about, you know, the March Madness thing and have a good time with the analogy and so on and so forth. But as I mentioned with the coaching, you know, at the end of the day, Tony, it doesn't matter. Like if you put together a great plan and then your players don't execute it, right? Yeah. (laughs) It didn't really make make much of a difference. Same thing with the game, you know? Yep. For me in basketball, you know, you got to have a great plan. You got to have players that can execute it. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, at least in basketball, you know, if the ball doesn't go in the hoop, you know, you're, you're going to probably lose. But you've got to have that plan. You can't just go out. Otherwise, you know, you're basically playing pickup basketball. True. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you don't want to pin your hopes on on that kind of thing. But sure. I, I agree with that. you got to have a plan. Yeah. And while the stakes are high in March Madness, they're maybe not quite as high as it is for somebody going to retirement. So get a plan in place if you don't, or get working with somebody who can help you tweak the plan you've got or make some adjustments if you need to. Get that good coaching strategy going on because life will throw us curveballs. Life will change things up a little bit. Uh, and so you want to make sure you've got a plan in place. And if you need some help, Tony's around. All you got to do is reach out to him. They are certainly very busy this time of the year, but you can still have your questions answered, get on the calendar, whatever that might look like by calling 844-707-7381 or stopping by the website, yourplanningpros.com, yourplanningpros.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you can catch up uh, on future episodes, check out past episodes. As we talk about things, it'll hopefully spark some synapses for you to get going on your own retirement journey or making some tweaks or changes along the way as you need to. This has been Playing with the Tax Man. Hit that subscribe button on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you like to use. And again, you can find it all at yourplanningpros.com or you can just search it out on those apps. Tony, thanks for your time hanging out with me. Good luck to the hometown teams and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. See you later. We'll catch you next time here on Playing with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow from Tax Doctor, Inc. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.